What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. My sweet and sassy, sometimes salty co-host, Miss Stacy, is not here with us today. I am flying so low, y'all. So it's going to be a little bit of a different spin on our podcast. You know, we uh, I find myself every time that we come... Uh, it's going to be coming back to you guys. It's from a, a long hiatus of some sorts. Um, and you know, there's many reasons behind all that. And I know we keep talking to you guys about that, but it's, you know, life is a fickle thing. And in a good, great way, uh, God has a way of guiding you sometimes to the area you need to be in. This podcast is going to be a little bit different than what you guys are used to. I'm taking a little bit of a deeper dive. Um, it's going to be a little more of a serious thing. But stick around. You're going to want to hear what I'm talking about. But first, we're going to do what we always do, guys. We're going to catch up. And right now, I am sipping on a Chattanooga whiskey. Uh, single barrel, barrel proof, 119 ha proof with a number three char. It is a fantastic pour. It's just the right touch of oak. And it is sweet and delicious. So I'll be sipping on that tonight, guys. That is my pour of choice. I'm down here in the studio, and, uh, you know, we're going to catch up. It's deer season, guys. That has kicked in. I uh, shot a doe the other day and got my first deer put in the freezer. First deer of the season put up in the freezer. We processed it. We threw a pretty cool process. And I don't know if you are a hunter, uh, if this is something that you do. Uh, some hunters in really cold climates, they'll age their deer. But me, dude... I don't have that luxury here. So what I do is I cooler. I call it, I call it a wet age. Or basically over the, the course of three to five days, I ice bath my meat. And I will drain the, when the ice melts, I drain it. If I add ice as needed, basically. But I drain the excess water, add more ice. Drain the excess water, add more ice. You don't really want to go over five days on this because then you're trimming a lot of somewhat like tough freezer burnt-esque meat off there but bro you talk about pulling out any kind of wild flavor that you don't want so you've got a nice ruddy buck this is a great way of pulling all of that myoglobin out that's got all those hormones in it and bringing that back down to a natural nice flavor so that's what we're doing there but anyways you know this past uh, few months that me and Stacy have been taking off from this podcast has been so great. We've been able to pour into our kids, got new adventures. Both boys are in karate now. Uh, me and her have uh, really been able to concentrate on a few different moves and things with our company, Reload Rub and Seasoning. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Some good things coming down the pipeline as usual. But, you know, today's going to be a little bit different podcast, guys. You know, it's hard to catch up too much. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's nothing about catching up. I got to talk about this, guys. My vols are 4 now. 4 now. And as of tomorrow, they're going to be 5 now. Because we're heading down to Baton Rouge, y'all. And we're going to take them tigers to the woodshed. That is for show. We, uh, it has been an amazing season. Normally, I am stressed out. I am. I'm, I'm actually kind of... Uh, stressed out about tomorrow's game. I'm, I have high hopes of us being four, five and zero. Oh. 
um, for the first time in I don't really remember when. Uh, it's been a really long time since I can say that Tennessee's been 5-0. and oh. um, It's been a great college season. Football's been crazy. All the teams that you, you know, preseason were, were top five are now not even ranked anymore. So a lot of upsets, a lot of ups and downs, you know, things like a, a surprises for sure. And one of those big surprises is, to me, is Tennessee taking this big step. Uh, Hendon Hooker, our quarterback, has been a boss. That guy is is uh, probably one of the best quarterbacks that's ever going to play at the University of Tennessee. He is a baller. He's an athlete. And if he keeps this thing up, I'm telling you, man, Heisman all the way. I know I've got the orange shades on for y'all that, uh, that, that aren't Tennessee fans, but listen to me. If you watch this cat play, he's absolutely amazing. Absolutely fire. And, ah, man. It's like, I think right now he is the only quarterback that has not thrown an interception uh, this season. Uh, there's him and one, him and Ed got the 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 kid from LSU. They're only two quarterbacks that are st- still the remaining starting quarterbacks at their schools that have not thrown an interception. So Tennessee is, uh, sports has been freaking phenomenal since baseball season, basketball season. It's been we're on the up and up, y'all. Here we come. Get ready for that, but. Outside of that, guys, uh, me and Stace have just been living life and loving it. It's been awesome. She is a grind grinder for sure. Um, but it's been good, man. We've had a good break, and I know you guys have missed us, and we've missed y'all. And so with uh, with that being said, you know, we're going to have some different little aspects. And this episode that I'm bringing to you, to you guys tonight on my own, and I've got to preface why I'm on my own here, is, you know, we've been talking about coming back to the podcast and what that meant and I've been talking to her about you know the things that I feel led to do and what I wanted to to accomplish with this with this podcast with with let me take that back the things that I wanted to do with reload rub and seasoning because when we started this company we chose the name reload not just because it's a cool name and it's tactical and fits an outdoor persona. That's part of it. But originally, when I was sitting on my couch and I was praying, asking God, what do we need to name this company? Because the only reason we started this company is because I felt and she felt that God wanted us to do it. There was no, there was no aspiration of, like, get rich. You know what I mean? And when we started this company and we were building our website, one thing we put on there is that God was at the forefront of our company. And I meant that. And I went and I did that against the advice of people that were helping us get this thing started. But I wanted this company to be, have God at the forefront. I wanted God to use this company to make a difference in people's lives. And I feel like it has. But what you have seen though is you've not seen God. God behind the scenes has been at the forefront of this company. But on to you, to y'all, all you've heard from me is F-bombs and <laughs> drunken debauchery here on the podcast. Which, uh, granted, you know, that that's not going away. You know, we, 
Uh, love to have a good pour. Love to have a good time. Love to be real people. All right. But I am trying to clean up my mouth because my boys are starting to call me out on that jazz. So cleaning up my mouth is is a goal that I have been uh I've been instilling into myself. But but that's what this episode's about. Is uh, I want to talk to you guys about something and don't don't like like I know you hearing this right now and you're thinking maybe I don't want to I, I want to hear more about barbecue or I want to hear about some bourbon I want to hear about something else, but trust me. Stick with me on this through the break. We'll come back on the other side because no matter what we end up talk, what I, what no matter what I end up talking about here, um, even if it doesn't apply to you, I guarantee you it's gonna apply to somebody you know. So stick around. I'm gonna take a break right now. I'm gonna come back. Uh, we'll dive straight in to the meat of the podcast. See you. See you on the other side. All right, y'all. So we are back from the break, and uh, I'm encouraging you stay with me. Don't leave here. You're gonna want to hear what I gotta say. I promise you. Um, but let me preface this thing re- real quick by saying, since the beginning of 2022, I know personally, personally, I know eight different couples that have gotten divorced. Eight. And it has been on my mind and my heart lately because I look at mine and my wife's marriage and it's great. And I'm, I think to myself, what are we doing different that these people that we love didn't do? What happened with them that isn't happening with us? And, 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 and how do I prevent us from getting to that point? You know, cause you, you see people that are, have been married for, for decades and they're 50 years old and they're getting divorced. Why is that? Why? What is it that, that. You've been together that long. Your kids are grown, all that stuff, and now you're leaving. As a preface, none of our parents have are getting divorced. My in-laws and my parents are they're golden. Don't worry about that. These other people. Um, I'll I I have I do have family though. I do have family that this year has gotten divorced. Uh, my sister went through a nasty divorce. And it was something that, you know, hurt our family. And, you know, uh, uh, my cousin's going, my cousin uh, is going through one right now as well. And I feel for her. But what is it that, 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 how'd they get to that point? I've prayed on this. I've meditated on this, guys. And here we go. This is what I've came up with. 
you know, for me, I look at my, me and my wife. I look at her. I look at who she is, how she treats me, how she responds to me, all that jazz. And this is what it boils down to, guys. And I'm going to explain these four things. I live by four things. Okay? This is in my life and in her life. I know this to be true as well. And in my life, I live by Jesus Christ, my wife, my kids, and then my life. That is the order in which I live my life. Jesus first, then my wife, then my kids, then my life. So my life's going to consist of my job, things I like to do, um, all around things that don't revolve around my kids and my wife. But I'm doing that. I do those. I do it in that order. You know, my wife is above my children forever. As long as as God blesses me with her, she's above my kids. And some of you may take issue with that. I know a lot of people would take issue with that because they go and they have children. And I will say this to you. If your spouse isn't above your children, then you are doing a disservice to your spouse. You are doing a dishonor to your spouse. Your spouse should always be above your children in every aspect. Because without that person, those children aren't there. And guess what, guys? When those children are gone, when they've grown up and they've met their spouses and they move out and they start having your grandkids, guess who's left? Your spouse. The person that you got married to under God. And if you don't make time to pour into that person on a regular basis, then that's when the divide starts happening. That's when you wake up at 50 years old and you look over at the person sitting next to you and you don't know them anymore because you didn't put the time in. You didn't put the time in to say, you're special to me. And yeah, I know the kids want this and they want to go here, but but I, I, I want to take you somewhere. I want to make you special. I want to show my boys, and I do this. I remember sitting down with my, with my sons after they were having a fit one time, looking at, and they were doing, I came home from work, and, you know, Stacy was, her cup was full, y'all. Her cup was full, and the boys had been just giving it to her. And I remember sitting down with them, and I looked at both of them in the eye, and I said, that is my wife. That is my wife, and you will not treat her that way. And if I ever catch you again, yeah, 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 I went down that hole, went down the rabbit hole. But I made sure, and I, and I always made sure that my boys know that she is the alpha. In our pack, it's, it's me and her, then y'all. And I feel like a lot of relationships, they miss this. They miss this boat. Life gets away from you, and I understand it. When you have kids, your world turns upside down. I mean, it's, it is a full-time 
24 hours a day. They don't care if you're hungover. They don't care if you are, are busy or whatever it is. They need you and they beg and they will do everything they can to get your attention for it. But at the end of the day, if you don't, t- if mom and dad are first, if mom and dad are first in the marriage and they show that and they love each other and they pour into each other and they show each other and these kids, they, they, they watch you when they listen all the time. But they're seeing that. They're seeing mom and dad loving on each other, hugging with each other, dancing with each other, flirting with each other, going out, holding each other up. Yo, that trickles down to them and that sets a standard. So that's one of the things that I encourage you guys to do. Whether you're doing it now or you're not. You put that person in your life first. Make sure, I mean, make sure that they are are taken care of mentally, spiritually, and physically. The Bible says there's three words for love. Raya, Ahava, and Dod. You find them in the Song of Psalms. That's, that's, Raya is your best friend. The Bible, and the Bible says you got to have all three of these. Rayan is your best friend, the person you love to be with. We have things in common. We want to go do stuff together all the time. What is it we can do? I am comfortable just being with you because we have fun. Ahava is that soulmate when you are not with this person. When you're not with them, you yearn for them. You know, the Bible says many rivers cannot quench Ahava. And the last one is Dode. Dode is, is, is that passion, man. That's that love. That's that between the sheets, the thing that God designed. God designed this, and it's meant for us to have it together. And God says that if you don't have all three of these, the trinity of loves for each other, then your marriage is never fully complete. And it's okay to drop some off sometime. It's okay to, that you, you know, Life gets a hold of you and you miss one. But guess what? You better fill that one back up. Figure it out. How to do that. Talk to each other. Guys, stop being scared to talk to your wives. All right? And women, stop being uh, afraid to listen. It's okay if your man comes to you and says, this is where I feel like I'm lacking in this marriage or, or I'm not getting getting my needs met in this marriage. It doesn't mean, that does not mean that you have failed in some way. Thank God that he has the courage to come tell you and sit down with you and be vulnerable enough with you to talk about it. This is, in a marriage, communication is so crucial, y'all. Hold on to that. The other thing I see, guys, in this Moving on from that, I see two types of men, typically. Guys, this is coming at you. I see two different types of men, typically. I see a man who is dominant and is uh, uh, holds his thumb over the top of his wife, right? Who makes her feel like she can't make a move without him. It's his money, not her money. You better, you know, you better check with me before you, yeah, well, you know, that kind of guy. And then I see the dude that is a complete 
pushover who is who is the opposite. She's got her thumb on top of him. And he's, oh, baby, you okay? She, she, you know, she gets a paper cut. Oh, you know, complete. There's no, ma- the man card is gone from this guy. He, he doesn't exist anymore, okay? Because he is a complete and utter slave to this woman. And he's done it to himself. Keep that in mind. You've done this to yourself. If, if, you're this, if you're that guy that I'm talking to right now, you've done this to yourself. Take it back. Take your manhood back. A woman, a real woman, wants a man. Now, that doesn't mean you got to go out there and, and kill animals and work out like a freaking, you know. No, she wants, you just be a man, bro. Own your mistakes, own your decisions, and be a foundation for your family. That's it. Let her know you are confident, bro, in everything that you do. Be that guy. Now, there's too many men out there that are just are have, have have lowered themselves. I'm telling you right now, men, listen to me right now. You were called, biblically called, to be a leader. You were called to be the head of your household. Now, don't twist the words here. I will get to that. But you were called to be that guy. You were called to be the builder of your house and the protector of your home. The builder of your house and the protector of it. And so, and what that consists of is everything in your house, i.e. your family. It is your job to be that. You, as a man, are to submit to Christ. Your wife will never follow you any closer that she sees an outward evidence of an inward commitment that you have towards Christ. And when she sees that dude, when she sees and knows that my man is submissive to Jesus Christ, that he is submissive to him, and that when he makes a decision for our family, it's not off the cuff. It's not selfish. Selfish. He went to God and he hit his knees And he gave that decision to Jesus Christ. And she's going to know that. And she's going to trust you in that. She's going to trust to know that you are making a decision based off that you went to God about it. And you gave it to him. And guess what? That doesn't even always mean you're going to be right, okay? There will be failures. But when you are submissive to Christ and she is submissive to you being able to make that decision... For, the, for your family, with her input, gentlemen, she is your partner. You all make decisions together. But there's got to be a hierarchy of some person is going to say, okay, nope, this is where we're going. This is the road we take. Okay? There's got to be that. Someone has to be that, and God has called you to be that, men. So when she sees you being submissive to Christ, being a man, being confident, okay, then she is going to be submissive to you too. And a lot of people don't like this word submission, okay? I don't like it. Because to me, it kind of sounds like you got to do what I say, which is not the case. You know, because the Bible says 
that if you when you read in scripture that men are to hold their wives up and call her blessed hold her up i'm talking you are holding this person above all else so what does that mean if she's supposed to oh she's supposed to be submissive to me bro you know whiskey in my hand when i get home no Mm -mm, buddy she is the treasure and what do we do as men? We covet treasure. We covet shiny things. Well, your wife is the shiniest thing you're ever going to get. So when you sit that altar and you marry that woman, you are to hold her up, forsaking all others. And she is supposed to be held up above everything. Everything that is worldly. Everything in this world. She is number two to God. Always. You hold her up, guys. And what do you do with that? You take care of it. You treasure it. You, see, you, you, you make sure it doesn't get a scratch. You make sure it, it is taken care of, that it's put in its proper place, that it is, is, is put up where everyone can see it and everyone knows this is my treasure. That's what you do as a man. And I say this to people a lot of the times. People ask, they they will look at mine and Stacy's marriage. Look, guys, man, mine and Stacy's marriage. We we are we are human beings and couples, and we ha- we have gone through it too. The difference is with us is when we got married. We just without talking to each other about it, we looked at each other and said, "I love this person more than I love myself." I love that woman more than I love myself. And when you love someone more than you love yourself, you will do things for that person more than you will yourself. Now, some of you are sitting out there and you're hearing everything I'm saying. And you're going, well, I do that for my spouse, but they don't do it for me. And I'm not in your house, and I'm not in your situation, but I can tell you, did you get married under God, truly? You said those vows. When you married this person, was God involved? You have to ask yourself this question, okay? Was God involved in picking this person, or did I do it because she was hot? Because she was the catch. Because she had a, a big old booty and some big old and take old bitties. And great personality. And she was fun and she partied and we got it. We were great in bed together. Is that why you picked her? Did you pick him because he had a steady job? Made good money? You know, bought you things, took care of you? Is that why you picked him? You see, when someone gets a divorce, they all some once one one side always says, "I never saw it coming." And I don't mean to be insensitive, but yes, you did. Yes, you did. You saw it coming because you forgot how to dance with your partner. Or you just decided you didn't like the way that person danced. 
both of you when you got when you were dating you were you were dancing one way you know yeah you, know, you guys were you know doing the waltz and then after you got married one of you decided they wanted to do hip hop and you can blame it on a lot of things well they were lazy or it was a, a money thing or, or or you know you can blame it on all kinds of different stuff but at the end of the day you guys forgot how to dance with each other and you or one of you wasn't willing to do that. You weren't willing to try to see what was important to the your partner, to see the things that they were it was important to them and try to go down that road with them. Or or maybe even the person who is wanting to, to change things up, they're wanting to change things up in the wrong way. Well, maybe you're, maybe, uh, ladies, maybe your man asked you to do a threesome and you're like, hell no. Good for you. There's so many different reasons that people get divorced and they say they never see it coming, but you know, men, you go, you, you cheat on your wives and you go, well, I was drunk or she wasn't giving it, she wasn't having sex with me. Uh, you know, the, we weren't doing it right. You know, I wasn't getting my, my needs weren't getting fulfilled in the bedroom. Well, why not? Why wasn't that happening, bro? Why? What reason was it that your wife didn't want to have sex with you? Because if you were pulling your weight, homie, if you were meeting her needs, then I I can almost guarantee you she's going to meet yours. Maybe, bro, if you weren't turning on some pornography, and getting a false sense of what it is a woman's supposed to be in marriage or what a woman's supposed to be in the bed, then you wouldn't be looking at other things thinking, oh, well, that's the, that, that's, that grass is greener because I bet that girl's going to do X of me. Or when I'm at the bar and this girl's telling me, I oh, can do whatever you want to me, baby. Yeah, that's reminding you of that girl in that porn. I'm telling you guys, uh, side note here, men, you gotta, you gotta put that stuff down. You gotta deny yourself that. It will make your marriage so much better if you put that down and have that conversation with your wife. It made mine so much better. I am almost a year and a half. That I, I been almost a year and a half now that I have not looked at a single pornography video. And it has made my sex life better. It has made my marriage better. It has made me better. It is a sickness, a cancer, and I'm telling you, cut it out. Cut it out, throw it in the trash. It had belong it does not belong in your marriage. And if you wonder why you stepped out. Ladies, if you wonder why he stepped out, don't don't let your man watch that stuff. Cut it. Got to get get it out of your marriage. It is a slow cancer that will that will divide you in the bedroom. So, guys, I know this has been a heavy podcast. I know this has been a heavy. I think we're going on about thirty minutes here. 
feels like a lot longer for me. Just doing this by yourself stuff is uh, it, it goes a lot slower. But I hope you have listened to every every bit of this. Hope you're listening to this right now. And even if it doesn't apply to you, I know there's somebody in your life that's going to need to hear this. Any marriage, if both parties, I've seen it too many times. I have seen it too many times. If both of you put God first, then each other, then your children, then everything else, you will thrive. The things you think matter won't matter because you're putting the things that do matter first. And I promise you, if you do these things, you will have the best life and the best marriage that you have ever had, that you've ever wanted. Commit to that. My DMs are open for you guys anytime. You hit me up at that reload life anytime and I will chat with you. My door is open. I am not a perfect human being. I am uh, definitely a flawed man. But I'll say this. How I've conducted myself in my marriage, I feel like I've done a pretty good job. And I feel like because I have always put God first in it, that he has walked me through so much. He has given me a wife that is the ultimate servant. She takes care of me and serves me and makes me feel like I'm 10 feet tall. She supports me, backs me up, even when I'm wrong. Travis Tritt, y'all. To be able to look at your spouse and serve one another. The old saying, marriage is 50-50. No, it's 100 and 100. Give 100% of yourself to the other person. 100%. And you won't fail. But it has to be go has to go both ways. If you're in a situation and you're giving 100% and they're not, that, and even though it might be something that you don't want, if God is seeing that this person is not going to be give you what you're giving them, he will find somebody that will. I've seen it happen too. People that, people that, you know, God knows your heart. And if they're not willing to go 100 with you, if they're not willing to hit their knees with you and pray with you and get through it with you, then he will remove them from you. Guys, I love y'all. I hope this, uh, I hope this hits home. And uh, I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but hopefully soon. Uh, and I hope you guys uh, will hit me up. Let me know. We uh, we love you guys so much. And this is uh, 
something that we're going to be bringing to you regularly. Stacy's going to be more of a part of it, though. This was more of an impromptu. I was sitting on the couch, and I'm like, you know what? I got to go to the studio. I got to get this out. So here I am. Serve your partner, guys. Be that person that, that gives even when you don't want to give. And I promise you, it's going to turn out great. So let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to come back, come back with Reload Recommends, y'all. And, uh, and we're going to end up the sh- end the show. So stick around. We'll see you on the other side. break and it's that time that you wait been waiting for where we recommend things to you that are cool and badass and that being said let's jump straight into reload recommends let's go That's right, guys. It's Reload Recommends. And today, guys, it's going to be short and sweet. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I've got a song for y'all. I think it's pertinent. It's a little slow, easy tune. It's by, from a band called Need to Breathe. All right. And with everything we've been talking about, marriage, relationships, your spouse, you know, I thought this was good, man. I think this is something that we should do more of. Listen to the lyrics, guys, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So check it out. It's going to be on our playlist, uh, Reload Recommends on Spotify. You can check that out along with a bunch of heavy hitters. So go right now, subscribe to that uh, playlist, and uh, here we go. This is Need to Breathe. Let's stay home tonight. Baby, let's stay home tonight. We can put a couple records on. We can build a fire, all right. Maybe we can dance till dawn. Everything will be just fine. Don't even have to put clothes on. I can keep you warm inside. Baby, let's stay home tonight. Lately, we've been walking in a straight line. Doing our own thing. Never seen the fine time We've been going down, down Making reservations But maybe we just slow down See where it can take us Baby, let's stay home tonight We can put a couple records on We can build a fire Everything will be just fine Don't even have to put clothes on I can keep you warm inside Baby, let's stay home tonight Hey, hey, if that don't get you in the romantic field I don't know what will Guys, uh, again, check it out on, on Spotify Reload Recommends I hope you can listen to that song And I hope you can go to your spouse Look them in the eye Make that time, that one-on-one time to really get intimate with your spouse. 
to, to communicate, talk about things you may not have talked, may not feel comfortable talking about, but to be able to look them in the eye and say, I love you. I love you and you are my person. Ride or die. Guys, we love y'all. We thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that real podcast anytime, anywhere. Don't forget to hit that five-star review so we can keep doing what we do. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next show.